We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in, Monday edition, Oxford Exxon podcast, presented by Twisted T here with you. Game week, Ole Miss and Mercer, 1 o'clock Saturday, Vault-Hemingway Stadium. 2023 football season has arrived. We had some uh, week zero games. I don't think of any extreme note whatsoever as uh, Notre Dame annihilated Navy in the uh, kind of the one power five matchup of the day that had any interest to it. But we're here week one. Uh, get a good one on Thursday, at least from a name standpoint, Florida and Utah. That will be during hand raise guys on Thursday night. We'll have that on Missouri as well playing on Thursday night. Vanderbilt uh, holding on against the Warriors. They had an early lead and ends up winning 35-28. So we hit a little bit of week zero. Look ahead at week one lines as we do every single Monday. Most of you guys have been around for a while, but if not, that's what we do. We look at lines on Mondays. Those will uh, culminate in Neil's picks coming out on the site on Thursday morning. Um, presented by service specialists for that. Get to that here in a little bit. But sort of the plan today as football season is here. The Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Been telling you the last couple of weeks, get ready for your tailgating. Get ready to watch some TV around the tube. Every weekend, the beer cave, head in, 34 degrees of uh, alcoholic beverages ready to uh, serve you in whatever you're doing from football and a recreation standpoint. Weekday, weekend, whatever it is, head into the beer cave at Oxford Exxon. Got the donuts in Clinton and Brookhaven and the lunch specials every single day at Oxford Exxon. 569, two sides bread, any size fountain drinks. So that is uh, going on with the Oxford Exxon. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are. Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi. Is my mic working? Is it, is it okay? Uh, I don't know. Best I can tell it is. Yeah, it is. Okay. okay. Uh, Clark Ford, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell uh, tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. And the rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around, or uh, you can do what I've done. What I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest join on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic is in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street. From the cottages at Hooper Hollow, the Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care. 
everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics and physical therapy to book an appointment. Go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Again, had, uh, had some football over the weekend. Mercer knocking off at UNA with Alabama. I think 17-7 was the final, something like that. Um, and uh, in that one, it was not an overly spirited effort. Not a lot of yards on either side. I'm not going to break down Mercer and UNA as if we're still – as we always say, talking about Mercer on Monday in a week, we something went drastically wrong from an injury or a uh, result standpoint for the Rebels here in the uh, in the opener in that one. You know, Vanderbilt, I guess the one consequence of the weekend because it was uh, it's the one opponent Ole Miss has that played outside of Mercer. They went 35-28 in Nashville. Um, a crowd of 20,000, by the way, even oh. announced oh. Um, for – Vanderbilt, so Clark Lee does not appear to have the hearts and minds of the uh, the national uh, the Nashville Metroplex at this point. Um, that was a that was a weaker crowd, and I, I kind of thought, hey, for the opener, you can't get a little more than that. Like that that felt bad signing in a way um, there in Vanderbilt for whatever you want to make of that. As I've said, I spent a lot of time in Nashville this past summer. I was there a good bit, and never once, literally not once. Got the sense that that was a Vanderbilt town. Oh, and not in any capacity whatsoever. The closest thing is they wear the skyline on their helmet occasionally. I mean, you see more Tennessee stuff, Ole Miss stuff, Auburn stuff, Alabama stuff, various school stuff. Hell, you see more Belmont stuff than you do yeah. Vanderbilt. Stuff. In their in, in in that's a good point, Drew. In their in their defense, there there was a delay of about two and change, two hours and change on Saturday night with weather in the Nashville area. I think they ended up kicking around eight ten, oh. something like that. Um, I, instead of six thirty, likely contributed. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I just I was reading the box score and saw sold tickets twenty thousand and went, mm, that's not, it's not ideal. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm assuming that the box score was right, Joseph. I think seats wise, they were at around 40. I think that's right, but I, I could be off. But that's kind of what I think there. Um, AJ Swan's a pretty good quarterback. He had a good day, threw for 250 something yards, threw for three touchdowns, but not good. I know, like everybody was trying to make it out. Hey, I'm telling you, Hawaii is a lot better. And I'm like, stop, win the game, move on. That should not be overly close. Hawaii was able to throw it around on them. Hawaii threw for over three Bills. Um, in the game, quarterback had a good day, and then neither team could run the ball, uh, which is again probably a bad sign for Vanderbilt that you couldn't run the ball on Hawaii. Vanderbilt in the game, um, twenty six carries, thirty nine yards rushing for the Commodores there against uh, against the Warriors. Not a good sign. Um, I my, the odds of the bowl hopes went down a little for me. I, I hate to overreact to Week Zero, but I'm just telling you, I, I kind of watched that and went. Finding six is going to be a challenge here for Mr. Lee and his Commodores. Yeah, I'm going to have a difficult time uh, today with the shows I'm doing. I just didn't see any football. I, I watched, like I told you, I probably saw 10 snaps of Notre Dame Navy, and that's all I saw. I, I just, Saturday, I was, I was tied up. I just didn't see, I just didn't see football. So it's hard for me to comment. I don't even know who won some of the games. Like, did Jacksonville State win? They did. Yeah, I think so. I think they pulled that off. That's good. Rich Rod got him a win. Um, there notre dame completely annihilating navy um i I tell you i i i don't cheer for notre dame necessarily really ever i mean i don't have a hatred for them like i do some other schools sometimes tennessee texas a&m 
even maybe Michigan, I'd find myself pulling against Michigan for whatever reason, even though I don't care. Um, but after Navy making the boneheaded decision to fire that coach last season, I went, you know what? I'm okay with you getting drubbed right here. Like you made a dumb call and now you get to pay for dumb call. Because I get it was Notre Dame. They were going to be outclassed. Sam Hartman had a hell of a debut for the Fighting Irish. It, it, he potentially makes them legitimate here. I mean, we'll see what else is on the roster. It's early again. Not doing the week zero. Wow, because you beat a really bad team. But yeah. Hartman's a different dynamic than they're used to at quarterback there. No, and, he's, uh, he's very and, and good. South Bend. I mean, he's he's real. He's very good. The little bit that I saw, it looked like they're pretty good up front. Um, again, it's so hard to judge anything when you're watching against Navy. So I, I can't make any defensive observations. Navy didn't move the ball. My take, though, is that Navy is bad. And they made a dumb decision and are now paying for that decision. Nothing against the new coach. Yeah. But come on. Sure. You fired a semi-legend there. You made and, an emotional decision. And have now let that be this. Yeah. Which is... Yeah. I, I'm probably going to benefit here from not having seen much. I, I, I didn't see enough to make... Even an observation. Well, there weren't other enough than, games to make yeah. like again. Notre Dame went forty-two Notre, to three. Yeah, I'm just about Notre Dame. I mean, Hartman looked good. You could tell that, like you said, he brings an element to that. I mean, they play team. Ohio State in four weeks. Does he look that good? Yeah. Well, no. But he's they play SC though. He's more than. Competent. I will also say this from games on Saturday. Again, one game, one game, not doing anything. It gets called back later, but. SC scored a lot of points, and SC gave up a lot of points. Their defense got shredded at times by San Jose State. It looked like a Lincoln-Riley team. It looked like Oklahoma. It looked like a team that still was not sound enough defensively to be a national title team. Yeah, the one thing I'll say about that is I always go back to 2021. If you remember that Ole Miss team early in the season, they couldn't stop anybody. Literally won a game where they gave up 51 points. But by the end of that year, that was a pretty good defense. Sure. And so sometimes when you're installing a completely new scheme and a lot of new personnel, it takes a minute. So I'm going to give – I'm going to. Are give, you preparing for when Mercer runs for 415 on Saturday to go, hey, you know, new system, new coordinator, guys, just, just – just, Well, just, number just, one, just, Mercer just, won't. Just, just but number two, yeah. I mean, I'll if, if Ole Miss's defense is a little shaky early in the season, I'll, I'm absolutely going to at least keep that option available that, hey, this is going to take a second. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll give USC – at least a week of grace there. It's probably a bad sign. But again, I go back to 2021, and I do this to myself all the time. Ole Miss's defense that day against Arkansas was abysmal. was. And by the end of the year, they were winning games because they were good on defense. They were. It's fair. So um, sometimes you just got to give something a second. No, I, 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 I get it. Just, just, just saying. Like, you just watched it and went, I don't know. Kind of look like what I thought they were going to look like. I mean, because here's the thing: you got a sample size on Lincoln Riley not playing a lot of defense. So you're going to prove it to me. Cool. If well, it happens, sure. sure but sure. you're going to have to give it to me. More you're than have fair. To see that. Sure. That's how it was. Going to have to get there. That's how it was with Ole Miss in 2021. I mean, I can remember saying, "Hey, we don't know if they're going to be able to stop anybody until they stop somebody." Yeah, Mercer again. It was Mercer UNA. UNA is not very good. Um, they could not move the ball on Mercer at all. Um, Mercer, frankly, did not move the ball on UNA much at all. They didn't throw the ball much at all. It was all running and just kind of running into the line and getting tackled. It 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 it, it looked rough. It was hard to watch. It was just kind of on in front of me there for a little <laughs> bit. Um, they're small. They are really small. They even seem smaller than most FCS teams that I kind of follow and 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 
have seen Ole Miss play over the years. Um, that was the biggest thing that stuck out to me. That's when they just have no size. So it's it's going to be Saturday what it's going to be. So I can I mean, pre-write the column. Again, if you can't, <laughs> I have questions. That is where I, I just sort of watched them. Another ranked, they went 7-4 and four last year, all the FCS stuff. Yeah, sure. But here's what also would happen. It was a winnable game for Mercer. They did win, but it was a competitive game. And UNA is not like they have a bunch of SEC players. So they were on an even footing, and Mercer was the more talented team. What I saw, too, and this is going to be, while the game is competitive on Saturday, Mercer's challenge, is that there's a lot of heat, obviously. It was hot Saturday. It's going to be hot Saturday. It was hot Saturday. They played a lot of players. I pointed this out on the message board this morning. They played about 50 players, which is more than Ole Miss ever plays in a game. And offense and defense, not counting special teams. Yeah. Well, you can do that against UNA because they're trying to do it, too, and you're managing reps. And look, you have to. I mean, guys can't play 80 plays in this heat that we're going to get this weekend. At the same time, you get into these reserves for these teams, and you're really seeing some fall off. I mean, you know, the first 11, okay, fine, whatever. But that 37th dude down the bench that's going on and on and on, it's 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 a little different TV watching from a from a view, from a viewer standpoint. Um, yeah, what is your column on Saturday? What are we doing? It's not about Mercer. No, it's probably it's either going to be about what they do at quarterback with rotating quarterbacks, and does it look like they're actually still trying to determine what they're doing at quarterback or are we just playing the game or it'll be the problem with even writing about Tulane is that I don't think the Tulane game is until nighttime South Isle. Yeah. I don't know. It will be about nothing. I'm, I'm in the vast minority. I think of people who follow college football fans who hate these games period. Don't think they should exist. If I were the TV people, I'd say no, Play somebody. I like them being the opener because you don't have a preseason game. I get them more annoyed when they're in the middle or late in the season. Yeah. Does that make sense? Sure. I kind of will give you the week one benefit of, hey, okay, do it now. Do it early. Get it out of the way. I mean, because this week do your we, get, we get Ole Miss Mercer. We get Western Carolina at Arkansas. Southeastern Louisiana at Mississippi State. UT Martin at Georgia. Alabama A&M at Vanderbilt. South Dakota at Missouri. I mean, just a, a lot. A lot of that. It's just not a lot. If I were the TV people, I'd be... I mean, your, your national ESPN game at 6 o'clock at 2.30 is, is is Auburn, a 37-point favorite over UMass. Is it really? Your 6 o'clock game on ESPN is New Mexico, a 38-point dog at Texas A&M. And those are your games. From a broadcasting standpoint. Hey, that UMass quarterback wasn't bad the other day. They won. UMass knocked off New Mexico State. Awesome. Hey, might, might, might give you a quarter here. Your I'm SEC you. network game at 630 is Middle Tennessee at Alabama. It's a 37-and-a-half-point line. Okay. Got some crazy pill stuff a little bit. I mean, you didn't see enough to have an opinion. Sure. I, I get that. But you probably saw the most support thread. The first down thing. Yeah. Clock no longer stops at first downs. More NFL type with its clock management. Okay, fine. I don't have a problem with it. My issue, though, and look, we're going to have to see some sample sizes. Does the play count even change, really? I saw that, especially on the board, SC last year averaged 70 plays a game. They ran 69. Okay, same thing. Mm -hmm. Didn't affect anything really whatsoever. Um, My question a little bit, though, and I posted this. 
is I'm ha- it's not like baseball because in baseball you're still getting 27 outs to win a baseball game. The actual gameplay does not change any at all. I don't necessarily understand the celebration that the game is going by faster because you're taking the actual game away. You're not lowering commercials. We're not doing anything to kill the commercials and kill the dead space. We're simply playing less less football. That makes no sense to me why you celebrate that. Like, hey, we got a problem with game time here, so let's just cut part of the game. That That's illogical to me versus, hey, trim the damn commercials. Trim the TV timeouts. Get rid of this. Get rid of that. I can't, I can't make TV, that make sense. You can't trim the TV timeouts when you've become this dependent on the TV money. But when you're a fan, why are we celebrating oh, less plays? Yeah, I don't, I don't hey, know. that was awesome. That went faster. Well, you saw less game time. If that's the case, why don't we just cut all baseball games to four innings? Hey, you'll be out in a damn hurry. Yeah. Don't worry about having to watch it. Like I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm getting emotional about I it because I'm annoyed. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get it. I'm going to bother you here. I don't have an opinion on it. It doesn't. It I, well, it just seems illogical to me yeah. that we go. Hey, this is awesome. I get less of the thing. I'm paying a stupid amount of money to see. Yeah, I just I'm I'm of the opinion that whether it's commercials or gameplay or whatever, three hours and forty five minutes for a football game is too long. Well, but and that's where we were headed. We were headed to that. Well, all sure, the but time. it's you're still not seeing like you're just seeing fewer game plays. Yeah, you're seeing the same amount of commercials. It's actually making the uh, the broadcast less efficient in theory. Yeah, the same to less. I get it. I I'm mean, sitting here for fewer time, but I'm seeing less plays and the same amount of commercials. Hold on a minute. No, I, I I get it. I guess I just I don't know. It doesn't. Again, I didn't see enough to have an opinion Saturday. It. Tyler Siski sent me a text that pointed out that the Notre Dame Navy game got done kicked to kicked to whistle in less than three hours. Yeah, which. I don't know how much that was because of what Navy does, the way Navy plays, that kind of thing. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. I didn't. Again, when you don't see the game, you just don't get a feel. for Yeah, it. I mean, and this is the argument, and again, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, I think Luke said this on the board too. He said we need more evidence, and yes, they need to trim commercials. But I don't care about Illinois, Wisconsin. That I like watching it in three fifteen instead of four. If I can get forty five minutes of my Saturday back, I'll take it. Sure, but again, you're just getting the same amount of commercials. Like I don't. I just I can't wrap my mind around that right. argument that I mean okay just don't watch the Illinois Wisconsin game until the middle of the second quarter then like and I'm not going to you look obviously but I'm just like I don't in games you do care about you're just seeing less of it there's only twelve games of the teams you like sure it just I feel like somebody got around a conference room and said this is the argument but we're not really going to think through the entire thing and we're just going to tell everybody this is better but nobody goes hold on a minute though. What are you actually cutting? You're still getting all your cash. Yeah. You're still doing all this. You're just taking the actual thing I care about away. And then we're going to celebrate it? I don't know. Seems a little weird to me. Oh. Never seen you this worked up. Well, that's not true. I've been you're, pissed you're, off about A&M and stuff. Oh, you're pretty passionate about this one, though. I'm on edge. I told you. I got yeah, stuff going. I'm just, I'm just in a little bit of a... I, I feel like <laughs> Yes, I'm, we're enemies now, Luke. Curse you! Uh, I feel yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm letting you down here. I just I just don't I didn't see enough to have a thought on it. I just don't like. I think it's a false equivalency to baseball. Baseball is not trimming gameplay. Sure, they just sped the game up. Yeah, that's completely different. Yeah, still 27 outs. Yeah, yeah. It's the one sport where there is no clock, so you're still having to execute a certain number. I mean, it seriously would have been like baseball going, "Hey, we really got to trim this. We're playing seven and a half innings now." Okay, everybody go, well, hold on, what? Right. 
Well, hold on a minute. You said right. same thing. That's what I don't get. Because I think the other part of it that nobody like that doesn't get talked about enough. But here's the thing. Not yeah, to interrupt. Sure. Not to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. This is where college sports has been heading for a long time. They've become drug dependent on the TV money. They pay the coaches way too much. Wayne Kiffin says as much. He's right. I mean, coaches making ten million dollars is silly. They have these watered-down staffs full of analysts and all this stuff. They've got all the recruiting stuff. They do all the stuff that they do. It's All of that stuff is dependent on, on the TV money. So when you're dependent on the TV money to the point that college athletics has become dependent on the TV money, they dictate a lot of things. They become the boss. Oh, sure, sure. You know, I mean, if, if you're the one supplying the money for something, well, you're going to have a say in it. If you're the one funding a party, you're going to have a say in the party. If you're the one funding a political campaign, you're going to have a lot to say about. Oh no, it's where I blame the the the, the administrations this because is, they allow it. At this some is point, where you're it's letting. At. I mean, when, if one side goes, "Hey, I want this," okay, I want this, okay, and you get told yes a thousand times, well, okay. So when the TV, that's not on the person who keeps getting what they want, it's yeah. only whoever gives it to them. So when the TV people come back and say, "Hey, look, we've got to figure out a way to shorten this product," and by the way, taking commercials out isn't one of those ways. You can't be surprised that this is the route they go. We've been headed this way for a long time. The 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 administrative glut at these at all. Of I'm going to break my computer in like two weeks when one of these talking heads, national guys, goes. This is awesome because they did it for player safety, and it's like shut up. They did it for money. No, they Quit. Did, no, they did it for money. They did it because the TV people were tired of the games. You, you they they get they parceled out a three hour and thirty minute window, and a game goes three fifty because they can't. It's to my same argument that I've been making for months and I will be be proven right or wrong over the course of the next decade is that you are doing everything to heighten the ability for fans to watch teams they don't care about at the harm of the teams they do care about. It is more about, hey, you're going to sit around on Saturday and this is cool because I don't really care. So if Wisconsin-Illinois goes faster, I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. If I'm watching Notre Dame-Oklahoma at night, okay, sure, I, I enjoyed it, I got enough or whatever. But now the team I actually care about, I go here and I've been planning my entire week around this and I'm at the game and because of the clock rules, this team runs the ball. My team got two possessions in the first quarter and a half. And I'm like, oh my God, the game's basically over. So you're, you know what I mean? You're, yeah. it's, it's this, everything they're doing with a lot of this movement is toward heightening the casual instead of what you actually sure. care about every day. It, Absolutely. it, it boggles Which, the mind. Ben where it's headed. They're not concerned about the people in the stadium. They're not watching the game. The NFL rule is a problem from the standpoint. I don't. Well, the NFL rule is not necessarily a problem, but it's okay, and it doesn't demean college football to say they're not the same sport and the same product. College offenses aren't as efficient at doing that the way the NFL is too. You know what I mean? Like the NFL moves in a different flow because that's their sport and the way they do it. And look, I mean, you can complain about the way the NFL does some commercials with some of the commercial kick commercial. But for the most part, they don't have the same issue college football does with the way their the programming goes. No. It's just not the same thing. No. So again, you're trying to fit a college game into an NFL window while having a completely different infrastructure to do so. It's completely illogical. I, I, I'm I, I just don't. And I, I, it's not even necessarily about this one rule for me. I mean, I get I am getting a little emotional, but it's more. It's just one more step on the thing I keep talking about. And it's like, is somebody going to look up and realize that? You guys are literally killing everything at the root here. Not until it's it's, it's there's visible late. signs. Until it's too yeah. late. Yeah, 
because right now the argument would be if someone were in the room with you right now having the debate, they would say, it's not dead. There's no damage. There's no root damage. They would say, look at Auburn. Auburn's playing UMass. UMass. There's a 0% chance Auburn loses on Saturday. Sure. Sold out season tickets. Sure. Breaking records. Um, Ole Miss is playing Mercer. There's a 0% chance the game is competitive. It literally is impossible for the game to be competitive. Right? Sure. 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It's going to be 91 degrees. At kickoff, it's going to be full. Oh, sure. So they're going to say, there you go. It's it's perfectly healthy. It's an incredibly flawed argument. Of course it is. But that's what they're going to say to you. Look at the crowds. And they won't say, and, and don't, people go, well, USC. They'll say, don't tell me about that. Tell me about, tell me about the schools that matter. Look at the big, they'll have a massive crowd in, in Orlando for LSU Florida State. Massive. And again, we'll have to see what the actual play changes are. I, we don't know yet. Right. It's, again, one week, the flow is whatever. Navy was always going to be a fast game. Sure. They run it the typically ball. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. No, you have to give three, four weeks of full, full slate of play before you can judge what exactly is being impacted. Yeah. How many series a team is losing, how many snaps a team is losing, if they're losing snaps, how people adapt. Do teams use it as a... I mean, underdogs are going to run the clock. Yeah, yeah, do teams, you you know, but to to run the clock, you've got to get first downs. You know, you still have to, you have to execute the running game. My guess is 10% less. It's a guess. If you ran 70 plays, now you run 63 on average. Just makes you be more efficient. Which is really college offense's specialty is being efficient. That's that's I guess the ones the ones that adapt to that efficiency will be the ones that thrive. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I'm done with it. I just (laughs) I just reading all over the internet. I was like, this is awesome. I'm like, same amount of breaks. What the hell are y'all talking about? You just seen less football. You're dying for football and now celebrating. They're giving you less football. Yeah, but it's faster. Yes, as said in the thread. Now, all baseball's two outs an inning. Congratulations, guys. Game's faster. That's what you wanted. I would change the game. All right. You'd roll through a baseball game if it was two outs I need inning. some alcohol. Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real fresh brewed tea, packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team, whether you're tailgating in a stadium, parking lot, watching in a bar, or hosting friends at home. Twisted Tea is there to elevate your experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Do you hate losing games? Do you hate losing players? Do you hate paying for your insurance? If you said yes to those questions, Davey Ferris can help. He's partnered with the Grove Collective. He'll be donating 20% of all commissions, 10% of all renewals on both personal and commercial insurance policies. Davey can serve as customers in all 50 states, and he's dedicated to making sure Ole Miss Athletics succeeds in this era of college sports. So contact Davey Ferris at 214-715-7247 or via email at D Ferris, that's D-F-A-R-R-I-S, 
at hillcoinsurance.com. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? Are you already retired? Should you consider Roth conversions? Those are some of the questions that can only be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Segoe with Segoe Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what he can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. Stress out about the rebels, not your money. Again, rebelsretire.com. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at start at just $1.00. That's right. All items start at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. They've got multiple locations around Nashville as well as Memphis, uh, some in Indiana and more coming soon that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. The College Corner is in Oxford. Their newest location is at the Oxford Commons right off Sisk Avenue. In addition to the two locations in the Jackson area, the one in Oxford, more than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear, plenty of parking available. Their staff will have you in and out and ready for the Grove in no time this weekend. It's uh, open now. Again, just off uh, Sisk in the Oxford Commons. Check out their website, collegecornerstore.com. Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for your next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Podcast is brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Get those tail pack, tailgate packages ordered this week. They feed 10, 20, or 40, depending on the one that you need. You can pick them up on Friday or Saturday. They take care of thing for you to get your uh, stuff ready in the Grove where you're tailgating this weekend for Ole Miss and Mercer. Again, 1 o'clock game, so make it simple here at Johnson Hill Creamery. They're uh, doing. They're located inside Chicory Market now. That's where you uh, pick it up. So call ahead, order online, jostillcreamery.com is the location for that. You can also give them a call, 662-419-9201. Back for another year there of helping you uh, tailgate in the Grove. Again, tailgating packages with jostillcreamery.com. Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. A few prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it with G&M they also will help transfer your medications. One phone call, they take care of the rest. So, again, that is 662-236-2222. Uh, let's see. We've got, uh, got lines for the week. We'll have these again in Neil's Picks uh, on Thursday morning to kick off a uh, another season. What season of Neil's Picks is this? Oh, gosh. When did we start that? I don't even know. Do you? Yeah, it was like 2009. Oh, was it that far back? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Dave Childers told me at the time it was a really bad idea. Did he really? Yeah. Because you couldn't pick against Ole Miss. That's what was that, was, that, that, the, that was, was his, that the gist? His argument was you could not pick against Ole Miss. And I was like, I don't think it's going to be a big deal. 
think for the it's most, it's only been a big deal a couple. Now, when it's been a big deal, it's, it's been a been really a big, big deal. deal. But yeah, for the it's most only part, been a, I've been right. Took a little proof of concept time for everybody to chill out. Yeah, there was there was there was there were some people that were triggered. Outside of Shea Patterson and Houston Nutt, it's mostly been fine. <laughs> most people are in on the joke, and it's so it works. The the people that aren't, well, they're not. Sorry, freshman on the 09 team and Sean Patterson. I apologize. Yeah, Danny Nutt and Sean Patterson. That's right, Danny Nutt. <laughs> Where's Danny these days? I don't know. I don't either. Houston retired from he did. broadcasting. Yeah. He had a really good broadcast run, actually. Yeah. What, almost 10 years? That doesn't shock me. No. We give Houston a lot of grief, but that doesn't shock He's me. He's a great all. personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Oh, whatever, and his straw hat and the whole deal. No, he did a, he did a good job. I mean, I think right at, let's see, yeah, like 11 years mm-hmm. with CBS Sports Network or whatever yeah, as yeah. an analyst. That was a pretty, pretty good run. Yeah. Uh, All right, SEC games only this week in Nils Picks? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is correct. Yeah. I was curious. I was looking through it. There was a ton of games. I thought about adding Texas and Oklahoma to the slate this year, and then I was like, no, nah, it's just more work. Oh, uh, don't. Yeah. Not there will be a time. There will be a there. There will be a day. Instead, they get to play UCF and Cincinnati in conference games this year. They do. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> yes. Hey Texas, what do you got this week? At UCF, big Big Twelve game. Got got going here. It's great. Yeah. Uh, Thursday night though is a good night for uh for football. Um, let's see, six thirty is when the Power Five games kick off on Thursday night. That is with NC State UConn. Jim Mora and his uh, his Huskies at home against the Dave Doran and the Wolfpack. We've kind of gotten past the Dave Doran jokes every week. We were, we've we've moved into a different phase here, but they do NC State and UConn here at six thirty. Um, UConn was fun last year. They were better. Yeah, they were actually. It's you, you sort of it's it's what happened with UMass on Saturday. They won a game and you went good job. Like like the sure. bad teams doing a little bit. I mean, now look, let's not. Let's not make New Mexico State out to be some team that's really been putting fear in a lot of hearts here lately. But the only thing I saw with New Mexico State was that they entered the stadium wearing like these parkas or whatever, and it was like a thousand degrees, and they're wearing these big wool things. And I'm, what I you, saw that. What are you doing? You might have lost the game in the pregame. I didn't realize they lost it until today. is it New Mexico or New Mexico State that Larry Rose played for my my, my running back I really liked a few years ago. Was that New Mexico mm, or New Mexico State? I don't know. I, 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 New Mexico, I think. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, Neil can work on that. He can get an oral history ready for Ole Miss Jacksonville State from 2000. <laughs> and all in 10. No. All the all the memories and the the nuts and bolts of of that of that day. The big thing I remember about that whole week was just the Masoli drama all week long. Because they played Stanley a lot that day. Yeah. Didn't Masoli get cleared like the day before? Yeah. They, two- they win the game if they just play Masoli. Yeah. I, I remember watching it never thinking they're really going to lose. Like, I remember going, hey, okay, sure. Even in the fourth quarter. Well, yeah. Even on the last drive or whatever it was, that they completed. It's the one that gets hidden because you got Arkansas 15. Jacksonville State completed like a fourth and twenty six or something like some just oh, throw yeah. it down the thing. Yeah. And I think it was Blanchard and like <laughs> what like Tig Barksdale playing for Jacksonville State that year. He did. Is that right? That's correct. There was a lot of stuff. There's a lot. I mean, looking back, you're right. That you could get a lot of stuff from that that day. I don't know if Houston would sit down with you for a two hour Jacksonville State retrospective, but I would hope not. You would hope not. That way, I could say, well, Houston didn't want to do it. He's he's required. Um, <laughs> Florida and Utah, though, 7 o'clock Thursday night out in Salt Lake. Um, line has come down a little bit. It opened up at Utah minus 8. It is now Utah minus 6.5 Yeah, this one. So a little, uh, little early money there on the Gators. Yeah, I'm I'm super interested in that one. Just I because think I'm laying them. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You can't talk about how bad Florida's been all all off season and then go, oh no, not not going to lay them no. and like they're they're a road is, dog. Is Rising going to play? I don't know. Well, I, mean, I need to look at that. I don't know, but assuming he is healthy, one of the narratives that I'm just really interested in because I watched Graham Mertz a lot is suddenly everybody's oh he's really good. I'm like, well, he wasn't ever really good before. So all the people at Wisconsin were just idiots. And he gets gets to Gainesville, and Billy Napier fixes him in one off season, but he couldn't work with Anthony Richardson. I'm having a hard time with the rationality of that argument, but maybe we'll see. I mean, I do think it comes down to, as they're saying here. I do think it comes down to simply Rising plays or he doesn't, and that's what I do with the game. I'll pick Florida if Rising doesn't play, and I'll pick Utah if he does. Yeah, because I mean, was it last year when Rising got hurt in the Rose Bowl? I guess I. I haven't watched a lot of Utah, but when he went down and they brought the backup in, they went from being pretty good to horrible quickly. Also on Thursday night, Neil gets his Big Ten action. Matt Rule making his uh, debut with the Cornhuskers. They are an eight-point dog at Minnesota and P.J. Fleck on Thursday night. That's a good game. So we're we're rowing the boat and got the Cornhuskers in town. I think... Maybe YouTube will kill us. I think as long as we don't have noise from the games, they can be on. They can be on. Okay. We're going to give well, it a shot. Well, because it's not the the algorithm would not or the little thing wouldn't get us because there's nothing to flag it. It's not sound. It's not right. grabbing whatever it is. 
Because like we had, if you think about it, for those who get pissed off when we do inside baseball, forgive me here. There's a little bit here. You're fine. I filmed some practice periods with my phone at Ole Miss practice. Okay. And Ole Miss plays music yeah. throughout practice to get used to being loud, right? Sure. And so, obviously, Ole Miss wasn't worried about copyrights. They were playing, you know, whoever, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. name an artist, whatever. It's pretty eclectic. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, those videos got flagged. Because the music. Yeah. Copyright violations. Yeah. Well, it wasn't because they were saying, hey, you didn't film that. No. It's because you were using the audio. I was using the audio. Yes. So I think as long as we have the TVs on mute, we're good to go. It would have to be someone manually screwing with us. which And if they do, they do. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the move. We make so little money off YouTube that it just doesn't matter. Well, that's what happens. I mean, the the last bit of inside baseball is they don't even make you take the video down. They just simply say, whoever holds those rights gets the money you made from the video. Yeah. It's like, take my 14 cents. <laughs> yes. Feel free. Have at it. It's awesome. Uh, and then Missouri opening up against South Dakota on uh, Thursday night. Yeah. Might be my, I mean, it, not interested. This in shows you I have no interest in Missouri being in the SEC in general. Is that maybe my, one of my favorite parts is they played the weird FCS teams that nobody else plays because they're fairly north. A little bit. It's like, oh yeah, we don't typically get South Dakota um, playing the game inside the conference. Uh, all right, Saturday. I'll just hit things that uh, look fairly interesting. I'll run through this list pretty quickly. Um, Louisville, Georgia Tech, and ACC opener. Um, Six thirty on. Is that Friday or Saturday? Friday. Friday. Louisville and Georgia Tech. The uh, Cardinals seven and a half point favorites over the Yellow Jackets. So you can uh, see one of Ole Miss's next opponents there on Friday evening. Where's all the Louisville hype coming from? What's that about? They are going to be favored in potentially every game all season as of preseason. You know, remember we saw that list? They yeah. are literally favored in like 11 games this season. Why? Well, part of it's the ACC sucks. Okay. So their schedule is what it is. Okay. Georgia Tech's quarterback is whom? Is a transfer? Uh, 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 the kid from Texas A&M. Um, Haynes, Haynes King. King thanks. That is correct. Right. Yes. Uh, Stanford plays Hawaii on Friday night. If you'd like a 10 o'clock um, kick in that one, you can see the Cardinal mm. and, the, and the Warriors. I'll be out. You good? I'll be done. Okay. I love when ACC teams play at 10 o'clock at night. Um, Virginia and Tennessee, 11 a.m. on Saturday for this one. Mine's about what we thought it would be. Tennessee, 28 um, over the Cavaliers in, in this one. Virginia is not good at football. That game's at Nissan in Nashville. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Ton of orange. Tennessee's going to win. Yes. It's fine. For sure. You going to lay them? Probably. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, TCU minus 21 against Dion in his debut on Saturday. I mean, you talk about no idea. It opened at 16. It's gone to 21. I, mean, I don't know how anyone can make an observation on what Colorado will or won't look like with 60 new players. My, my guess is they'll look abysmal. But I don't know. I don't know what I would be best basing that on. On games I'm interested in watching, that's up the. Is it really a little bit? TCU lost a lot. Still better than Colorado, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I would think. I'm interested. I mean, does Colorado? If Colorado just gets, smoked, are you more interested in Colorado being interesting because they're decent to good, or interesting because they've become a dumpster fire? It's just such an experiment, it feels like. It feels like they're just went out and rolled all the dice. Let's see what happens. It's a new roster. 
Now they have Travis Hunter. Yeah. Talent. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of Oklahoma, they play Arkansas State. They are favored by 35 in Norman on Saturday. And that one, 11 o'clock. One of the reasons I didn't put it on is because there's so many points. Yeah, I, 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 just, I hate those lines. I, well, we have, a, we have a slate full of them this week. Kentucky 25 and a half against Ball State. That's the most frustrating line of the week because it's not even like 41 where a team just completely sucks. It's yeah. like, it's this MAC team I know nothing about. Oh, Kentucky could beat them by 26 points. Sure. Oh, they Kentucky could, beat them would, by could not care and win 20 to 3. Yes. And I go, oh. if I could just write my line through one and not pick it, that would be the one I pick. Because I just don't even want to deal with it. I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't want to do Kentucky. That'd be an interesting strategy. You can skip a game a week. I would love to skip a game a week. <laughs> and you have a game that gets double points. Oh. You're so making, so the records are exactly the same. You're but, making me do a lot of math on Sunday at that point. That's fine. Says the person who's not doing the math. <laughs> We're all very expedient again about getting the picks in on Tuesday afternoon. You got yeah. a lot of time to get this thing done. Okay. Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, what, what's the what's the issue? <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> La Tech and SMU on a Saturday. Tech that got, actually is an interesting game. Tech got beat, right? FIU beat Tech? I, I don't know. SMU is favored by 20. Future, SC, future ACC team here. Liberty without Hugh is a 9.5 point favorite over Bowling Green on Saturday. Your Iowa Hawkeyes are favored by 25 against Utah State. Against the Aggies on Saturday. Lay them. Um, got to think he's – I mean, seriously. They need all the points. He, he needs points. They will run it up because he needs points. There are no rule about how you get the points. You just have to get the points. Uh, all right, flipping through. I know it's a lot of, a lot of bad games. I apologize. Um, sneaky game at 230, Washington minus 14 against Boise State. If you had it on late fourth quarter and just viewer guide standpoint, if you're – curious there's that where's the game it's in seattle okay um or they're the home team i assume it's in seattle auburn favored by 37 against the Minutemen. yeah yeah huge number i think i'm picking umass to cover because i think they're going to score a few points because if i get into a mode where i think umass is going to score 13 points i'm like is auburn scoring 50 do they care is he going to run it up in the opener Hugh has a history of kind of being a little bit of a slog in the opener with new like it didn't. Yeah, are you getting 2012 Hugh that was losing to Central Arkansas? Or are you getting the Chad Kelly Hugh that beat everybody like 81 to 3 in the non con? I don't think they have a Chad Kelly. Well, that they, they don't, no. They have a Peyton Thorne. I mean, my, my initial inclination is to take UMass and all the points. Auburn will win, but if you tell me Auburn only won by 31, I'd buy it. Yeah, I'm agree with you. I think that's what I would do, too. I think that's where I'm I'm sitting with this. But if you tell me, like Larry Joe points out, if you told me that Hugh really wants to impress the family and just keeps on rolling. Yeah, I mean, as I said, UMass was kind of impressive. On like, you watched them and went, <laughs> they don't suck. Like, not good, but... The name on the helmet, you think, worst team in the country, God, they're pathetic. And you go, no, they were competent. Quarterback was okay. Okay. He threw it around a little bit. All right. If you tell me he throws it around a little bit, okay. Okay. I have a hunch that the Auburn message boards will not accept that justification if the game is kind of close in the third quarter. But Oh, they'll be calm. 
Yeah, you get on there and get I, guys. UMass is just really good. They really took a step here. You should post on there. I should. They would like you. They they would thoroughly get all the they thoroughly enjoyed my interactions. Luke Fickle's opener against Buffalo is at 230, 27.5 there for uh, Wisconsin. And that one, um, Arkansas plays Western Carolina. Mississippi State plays Southeastern Louisiana. Uh, Georgia plays Tennessee. Is that Martin? Yes. Okay. So Tennessee Martin there in uh, in Athens. That's uh, uh, Kincaid Dent, I think. Get oh, get is him, really? I think. Is he getting the start? I think so. Okay. Luke Altmaier is getting the start at Illinois, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Um, he's taken the bulk of the reps since it started. That was pretty predetermined, but still. Congratulations to Luke for uh, for that. SC favored by 38 and a half on Saturday. What happened? Okay or no? I think we're okay. Okay. About to find out. You made me a little nervous right well, there. Well, it, it, it jumped. It paused. You comment in the stream, if you would. That would that would help. Um, I'll tell you what, while we're trying to wait and see if we're okay, Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com, seven different flavors available for you. They deliver directly to your door and take care of you. You can get a uh, great deal with us. You can use code RG. You buy five pouches or more with uh, code RG there with Prime Shrimp. Everything from uh, your favorite. You get several of those. You can get a sampler. A lot of options with Prime Shrimp to take care of you. They also are available in... Uh, in Rouse's markets, if you are, uh, I think we're okay, right? If we are uh, there, Rouse's markets for uh, for that as well. So, uh, prom shrimp, promshrimp dot com with uh, code RG. Yeah, I have no idea whether we're still streaming or not at this point. Um, get ready for the twenty twenty three Ole Miss football season by stepping up your sock game. Select. One of three different Saturday seven-packs to complete your outfit for each of the Rebels' seven home football games. Select the Oxford edition of the one of the two NIL boxes. Dead Soxy members get exclusive pricing on the Oxford seven-pack while NIL, while NIL boxes, I should say, are on sale for $150. Step up your game day style with a seven-pack of Dead Soxy premium socks and cheer on your Rebels in comfort and style. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle, based in Jackson, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. Pinnacle investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. So uh, regardless of your level of wealth, Pinnacle, sit down with you, listen to your goals, study your expenses, put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. We're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Uh, get in touch with John. Tell him what you're thinking about from a travel standpoint. Give him a budget and uh, give him some parameters. And he is going to put together a uh, special trip that creates a lifetime of unique memories. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, jedwards at regencytravel.net. Uh, we're also brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square. It's the perfect place to plan your uh, company dinner, Christmas party, festive party event. It's fabulous food, great craft libations as well. They can accommodate up to 200 guests at OPA. For catering or booking information, contact Genie, 601-421-7147. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. Whether you're on the job hunt, 
entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board. Their goal is to get to know you, your strengths, see what you're looking for in your next career move and help you find the right fit. Uh, it's service specialist ltd.com or call 662-832-5138 men's basketball renewal deadline coming up august 31st just a few days away so take advantage of that you can renew or purchase now to be in the priority seat selection process women's basketball tickets on sale for just 50 dollars per season tickets and men's and women's basketball tickets may be purchased at olemistix.com also the Ole Miss athletics foundation is starting their pledge per win and pledge per touchdown campaigns for football Go to give2athletics.com to sign up today. Are we on or not? I think so. Are we? Yeah. Looks like it. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, we're back. Okay. Good enough. All things considering, that was a pretty seamless loss in return. It is what it is. It's fine. What do you do? That's not the problem today. So it's all good. All right. Uh, let's see. We never talk about Baylor much at all anymore. 26-point favorites there at Texas State. I mean, a team that's just completely out of the consciousness of college football at this yeah. point. To be a team that was really good. I mean, yeah. played Ole Miss in the Sugar Bowl two years ago. Yeah, they were part, of, yet, the, part of the national conversation not that long ago. And now they're going to also ran on the Big 12, even. I mean, just they're not – from a standpoint of a stakeholder, like where you're talking about a team that has juice to make decisions or is pushing or any type of power there. What do you think that is, NIL? They don't really have the because I always thought of them as like a, a money school. Yeah, but maybe they don't. Maybe they don't like the. Well, I mean, in the new Big Twelve, who do you think is pushing? Who are the calls that get taken first in the Big Twelve? If you're the commissioner, or somebody's pissed, who are you most worried about being pissed in the new Big Twelve? Not Baylor. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Oklahoma State. Yeah, that's probably the one where you go. Okay. Apparently, the Big 12 going to make another run at Stanford and Cal. Yeah. You're good. Just do your let, thing. Let it be. Yeah. Why do you want that? I don't know. Stanford and Cal can't get to the finish line with anything. What's holding them up? I don't know. TCU doesn't get enough credit for their jump from Mountain West to CUSA, finding their way in. I mean, they play for a national title. I mean, they, it's been a really impressive two decades for an athletic department. Absolutely. They don't get enough credit. No, they're very relevant. Across the board, really. In everything. Yeah. They're a dominant baseball school. The basketball program's gotten better. Yeah, solid. I know I've said this a lot. They, they they really benefit from SMU not being anything because you can kind of take Dallas a little bit. I mean, you're not Dallas's team, but you right. know what I mean. I mean, you you're not dealing with that across town where they're pumping out the same type of thing. Right. They found a good spot. Yeah, working no, they, out well they, there. They've yeah. done really good. They're kind of the poster child for how to sort of figure out a niche and figure out your spot and be relevant. Vanderbilt's going to go to two and zero. They play Alabama A and M at six o'clock in Nashville on Saturday. We say this, they have lost to East Tennessee State in recent years, but I'm going to assume they're going to go 2-0 on Saturday. I I felt bad for A.J. Swan on Saturday. I'm like, I know y'all won or whatever, and he's a good quarterback. He really is. He's legitimately good. Yeah, Swan's good. And nothing. Just nothing around him. It just might be impossible. They're going 0-8. There are things that are just impossible. They're going 0-8 in the yeah, league. Yeah, It just might be impossible. Might not be doable. Texas A&M minus 38 against New Mexico. Um, sure. 
come on. From a PR standpoint, I'm almost tempted to kind of lay it. I'm going to lay it. I think they're they, running it up. They probably need to, he, he he needs to say, hey, look at the offense. Although, look, the reality for them is coming soon. For all SEC schools, the the balance is due fairly soon. You'll you'll play games where you won't be able to trick anybody. You can trick people against the Western Carolinas and UT Martins and New Mexico States and Mercers of the world, but there will come a moment where you, you got what you got. You can't trick anybody anymore. We'll find out. North Carolina, South Carolina, six thirty, and uh, in this one, South Carolina two and a half point dogs. North Carolina mice two and a half. I think my, I said four the other day. It's a little lower than I thought it was going to be. My initial reaction is to give me the Gamecocks and the points, but yeah, I'm taking North Carolina. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I never believe in them, but I feel like – I don't know if you've swayed me or what. I feel like I've overvalued South Carolina a little bit in the offseason. So I'm doing a little course correct in my head a little okay. bit. Carolina has the better quarterback. Drake May is better than Spencer Rattler. Yeah, he is. Come on. He is. He's thinking about it. Rattler there. was really good at the end. He was. You're taking Carolina. South Carolina. I mean, I guess. <laughs> what I take is meaningless. So, But, yeah, probably. I, for whatever reason, have a soft spot for them. For so South Carolina? A little bit. I think it's because we both thought Beamer would crash and burn, and he's found a really nice niche there, and he's done much better than either one of us thought he was going to do when he was hired. When he was hired, you were like, what the hell are you doing? Okay, okay. So sure. I was in here working on 10 Thoughts late yesterday afternoon, and I was watching Red's Diamondbacks. And for whatever reason, after that, on that Fubu, Fubo channel, yeah, I got the Shane Beamer show. Did you really? And it was just on in the background. I wasn't really paying attention to it. Is it like the it. season or is it like old-timing coaches show? What are we doing? A little bit in between. Oh. He's incredibly likable. He's no. very good with media. Sure. He, you know what I mean? All that stuff. And so I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just. He gets in tune with the fan base, the whole deal. Maybe I'm just kind of cheering for him a little bit. I don't, I have no reason to. I might meet him in person and not like him. I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't know him. I just, his, his media persona is. Okay palatable Penn State who's getting a lot of buzz in the preseason is kind of the sleeper in the Big Ten they are a 20 point favorite at home against West Virginia the Mountaineers on Saturday it's a good game not a bad yeah, game not bad. I don't hate that one 630 no. there in Happy Valley for that one um, West Virginia did the right thing they gave Neil Brown more time because why not yeah who you hired what are you doing yeah thank God you're in the Big 12 and move on with your day I mean he's not a terrible coach you fire him, you might accidentally hire a terrible coach. Some teams are pissed they're in the Big 12 because they're not in the Big 10 of the SEC. West Virginia should be thankful they're in the Big 12. Oh, and I think they are, finally. You're sitting right there. Yeah. Just like, we're, hey, we're good. You know, we're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just stay where we are. We're going to be able to keep the lights on next week. Yeah. We're, we're all right. Alabama minus 39 against Middle Tennessee on Saturday. Blue Raiders. I mean. Tied. Saban will get mad. Fans are gone in the middle of the third quarter. Here's a stat for you. I saw this from Josh Pate last night. Full credit to him. Okay. In uh, Saban's, I don't know if it's either the last eight or just the eight. I don't know how many SEC titles Saban has won, but whatever whatever the number is. Seven of them, seven of the eight, first-year starting quarterbacks. Oh. For Alabama. Just another little notch. He's picking Alabama to win the, to win the SEC. Didn't. Was there a game day? All the game day guys picked Alabama or something? Oh, did they really? I don't I know. know. Somebody said, I saw, thought I saw that picture or something. Really? Yeah. Okay. I did not see that. 
game we're both really interested in at 7 o'clock on Saturday night, game that you all should be interested in too because of uh, Ole Miss's upcoming opponent, Tulane, a seven-point favorite against South Alabama and Kane Womack on Saturday. Is that on TV? I don't know. Okay, I'll find it. Yeah. I'm curious. I, I don't know. Over under 55, line 7 for the uh, green wave there at home at Tulane. That's actually the one I'd like to watch. That one. For some reason. I mean, I mean I I'll probably turn on North Carolina, South Carolina. That's a good game. But I'm interested in in that one. If you said there's some late night chaos for a team that's decent, um nine thirty on Saturday night, UCLA getting uh, a home game with Coastal Carolina. Coastal could could screw with the Bruins a little bit on Saturday night. ESPN U for uh, South okay. South Alabama and Tulane. Yeah. All right. ESPN two for Ole Miss Tulane, right? I think that's correct. That I think it's ESPN too. That I don't know. Okay. Sunday, you got Northwestern and Rutgers. Oh my God, at a boring Big Ten football game. Jesus. <laughs> that's bad, yeah. It's really, oh my God. That's really bad. That's on CBS at 11 a.m. Sunday. Credit to the Big Ten for your broadcast package. Good job. Because that's rough. Do you even do the like CBS, Big Ten football, Northwestern, Rutgers, noon? Well, if they have a requirement to show everybody once, they're like, got it over with. The sat- the Sunday prior to the NFL starting. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and... Yeah, just play it. Sure. Okay. Rutgers, uh, six and a half point favorite over the Wildcats on uh, Saturday. Who's the coach at Northwestern now? They promoted an assistant for the year and then figured it out. Didn't they bring somebody in? Oh, did they? I don't, I don't know. know. That was not one that... For some reason, I mind. thought they brought somebody in to kind of be the interim... Oregon State, San Jose State, so we can do the uh, the property stuff on uh, Oregon State versus USC after week two. Oregon State, a 17-point favorite there uh, playing San Jose State. At least from my map, it looks like it actually might be at San Jose. And then uh, LSU, Florida State, that's in Orlando. That is Sunday night at 6.30. And Florida State is a it – op- Florida State opened as a one-point favorite – Florida State is now a two and a half point underdog, so a lot of line movement there. LSU minus two and a half is the uh, the current number. I feel like I'm obligated to go LSU and lay the points. As, you are, as, yes. No, you, you're, you're on, so pot committed right now. You, <laughs> yeah, you can't spend the whole offseason going, "Hey, my SC title." Well, I'm really like Florida State in this opener. It's like, what are we doing? Come on. No, I'm, I'm pretty much all in on the Tigers at this point. I'm either going to be really right or more likely really, really wrong. And then on Monday, if you need more football, Clemson is an 11 point favorite over the Duke Blue Devils in Durham to open their season. Why is it only 11? Is Duke good? Good? No. Well, then it should be more than 11, right? It's up to 13 and a half. It opened okay. at 11. It's now at 13 I was going to say, that feels like a really small number. Yeah, I thought, let's say Grayson's still there. I, that Grind says Coastal is horrible in the trenches, so no LSU. I mean, UCLA is going to roll. I'll take your word for it. I'm not up on the offensive and defensive fronts of the Chanticleers. <laughs> no. <laughs> My, no. My knowledge is is out on that one, so I uh, I'll go I'll, I'll I'll take your word, Grind, completely on uh, on that one. So good slate of games, honestly, for opening weekend. Got some good stuff. Is it got, n- got, got enough fun good ones. stuff? Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Enough good stuff. I got no issue with a lot of that. Um, I got a question. If we're gonna last break, and I'll hit some other stuff. Why did Arizona State self impose a bowl ban when the NCAA is going away from bowl bans? What are you doing? I don't know. Because they were incompetent throughout this process. 
Yeah, there was so Without much- Herm Edwards to be an idiot for multiple years here. And then now you get rid of him, you bring this in, and you self-impose a bowl ban on your new staff. Yeah, and your and your and your players a handful of days before the season starts. When they're documented saying we don't want to do that anymore. The NCAA. Yeah. What are you doing? And if you were going to do it, why didn't you do it last year when you still had Yeah, let them go face? hold it. Yeah, everyone was making fun of the NCAA, and I'm all in on that. It's but Arizona in this, State. But in this case, Arizona State did it to themselves, unless there's more to the story. And that there doesn't appear to be, to the best of my knowledge. I'm really perplexed here. Now, I felt bad for their players yesterday. No, I feel terrible for it. Yeah. I, I just don't. I don't understand. Again, just because you give someone a title doesn't make them smart. Doesn't make them competent. The only thing I'll give them is if maybe they got word that a bowel ban wasn't going to come, but then the NCAA is in a weird PR thing because they've been like so vocal about no, 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 and then you turn around like that doesn't make sense. The other thing... They're leaving the conference after this year. I Maybe do wonder was, if they went, if we or think we can mitigate all the penalties by doing this and give us a clear Big 12 movement. That I'm speculating, yeah, but that would be Still feel bad only. for the kids because they didn't do anything. I don't know whether they're good enough to win six games and go to a bowl anyway, but. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe they know deep down they're not any good. And, hey, let's let's pay the penalty now while it's easy to pay. Ask about uh, the meeting they had to find out about the bowl ban tied in Jalen Conyers. It was pretty short and sweet and kind of sucked. Yeah. So was your quote. Yeah. But you always feel bad for the kids. I feel bad for the kids. felt bad for the Ole Miss kids those years. I mean, it was, it was a depressing thing. Hey, there's, you know, we can play for each other one week at a time. Every game's a bowl game, blah, blah, blah. But no, I mean, that's not the point. You're always trying to get to the, some some reward. You want to play for something. Kenny Dillingham, and now the head coach at uh, Arizona State, all he did afterwards was tweet a Mike Tomlin quote. He says, nobody cares about our problems. They're glad we have them. We need to stick together. That's true. <laughs> Not wrong there. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Neil kind of nodding along going, yeah, yeah you know that's, what? That's, it's true. That's, Very true. <laughs> Nobody's feeling sorry for him. <laughs> that's the one of the ones from the Big 12 movement that I just, I, I guess I get but it just does nothing really for me at all. Like, I, I can't. There's no point where I watch Arizona State and go, wow, I'm just really excited to watch the Sun Devils play football tonight. Still kind of find the whole thing weird with the way the board stuff worked. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Uh, podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark. N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Service people across rural communities. Two packages. The Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze. The one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's anyspark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender, and much more. So to get the best internet in Lafayette County and also parts of Union and Pontotoc counties, that's 662-238-3159. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in 
in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. Schedule your appointment today and uh, take the first step toward a better version of yourself. It's CorinthDental.com. Uh, are you a displaced corporate executive? Are you wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Andy Ludicky can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. So what do you have to lose? Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or uh, contact Andy at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or call him at 404-973-9901. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. There's so much offered at Southern Traditions. Horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons to advanced lessons to being able to compete at nationally recognized competitions. Uh, It's also a great venue for uh, events, reunions, uh, corporate outings, that kind of thing. So get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Heavenly Sunshine has Christmas on their mind. They're giving you a few more days to take an early special on Holiday Lights by Heavenly Sunshine. I know Christmas lights are beautiful. It can be a lot of work. So let them take care of the hassle and do the work for you with a full-service installation plan. They'll install, take down, and store. They even store the lights for you. They use commercial-grade LEDs that are 100% customizable to your home or business. Let them take care of the lights. Why take care of the gifts? Book the free estimate before August 31st, so just a few more days to take advantage. Mention MPW10 for 10% off. Heavenly Sunshine has been serving the Mid-South and Oxford for four decades. Their full-service commercial and residential property maintenance includes power washing, soft wash, roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. Visit the website at heavenlysunshine.com or call 662 342 one two zero three to book your free estimate. Uh, Grind asking, would you be more surprised by LSU thirty four seventeen or Florida State thirty eight thirty one? LSU blowing them out, I think, would still surprise me. I think I'd be more surprised by Florida State winning, just winning it all. Yeah, okay. but so you're not buying Florida State as a top six team? Not really. No. I mean, they're really talented. He's done a really good job. I, I, I just think LSU's going to be really good. He beat them last year, but that was a weird football game. You never thought Florida State was the better team no, in that opener. No, no, no. LSU, they just won a game. LSU beat themselves in that game. Yeah, it was really strange. Had the extra point and all that goofy stuff, if I recall. That's correct, yeah. Uh, a lot of attention on this. You can read more about it. Uh, we linked the stuff on the message board. Also, obviously, don't miss the, uh, sports.com. Still no full basketball schedule, but they've announced the Tad Pad game uh, November 17th. That is going to be against Sam Houston State. Yes. That is an add-on game. I think uh, they're sending everybody stuff like September 5th is when you get your tickets or whatever the way that works for uh, for that. Um, not streamed in any way. Not on TV, not streamed. So if you'd like to see the festivities, you can only do that in Tad Smith Coliseum for uh, for that game there in November. It's an 8 o'clock um, game. It's the night before um – Ole Miss ULM. Is it ULM? Yeah. Okay. It's a good idea. It's a completely good idea. Yeah, sure. Why not? You were going to have a mediocre crowd for Sam Houston State in the pavilion. Instead, you get people coming and having a cool, neat little throw throwback game. They're going to uh, honor Rob Evans um, on that night as well. Um, a lot of different just sort of dated 
things that are good from a nostalgia way. Sure, um, of course. Like I think C Spire is sponsoring it, but they're even going to sponsor it as like Cellular South or whatever they were like back oh, at really? the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a complete, a complete deal here. Um, again, Beard has done this before. He did it in uh, at Texas Tech. Um, haven't played a game in the Tad Pad since fifteen. Is that right? It's twenty fifteen. Oh, it's a good question. Uh, Andy was still the coach, so that would be... December 22nd, 2015, okay. an 83-80 win over Troy. Oh. Just over two weeks later, the program opened the pavilion with a 74-66 win over Alabama. That's right. I remember that one. So that is uh, that is the case, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm looking here for any sort of information, just to give you guys real information on this and... In honor of uh, Evans' 1997 Coach of the Year Award, the price for admission will be 1997. Should seats be available the day of the game, tickets sold for 25 at the ticket office at Tad Smith Coliseum. Um, and again, the admission is not included in the season ticket package. But I want to say September 5th is maybe the deadline for people to reserve that extra game should you uh, want it. Will that be sold out? I think so. My guess is yes. Um. I would assume most season ticket holders that are in town, it's the night before football game. It's a one-time thing when there's no TV. Because the no TV thing even makes me kind of go, hey, I'll get a media pass and write about the event or something. Like, sure. you know, for you watch it on TV, okay, fine, I've got enough. But no, I'm in. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it'll be sold out. Yeah. That's cool. It, it's it's sort of dumb and cool at the same time where I go, why not? Yeah. Sports are supposed to be fun. Let it, them be fun. It'll be fun. There'll be people that go, hey, this are, this are, these are my seats with my parents for this many years. I of want course. those seats. I want to do this. I want to go have that thing. Yes. There'll be some father-son moments, father-daughter moments where you go, hey, here's where I was and so-and-so. I mean, it takes a lot to kind of make Tad Smith whatever, but this is one of those things that will do that. So That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it would be funny if it rained. <laughs> But I hope it doesn't rain. Hope it's a good. Hope it's good weather that night. Have you asked Andy his opinion? I have not. Have you not? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I find it funny. I just kind of do. I can't help it. Uh, real quick, I had one more. Uh, one more thing that I just thought was interesting. One second, and I will. Uh, I will locate it. There we go. Thought you'd appreciate this. Or maybe not appreciate, maybe wonder what in the uh, world they're actually uh, doing. But let's see, where is it? I've been a little unprepared today. It's, it's, it's right okay. Spot. It's going to be all right. So here we go. France. If they're still with us at this point, yeah, there. France. The French are about to spend $216 million destroying 80 million gallons of surplus wine, enough liquid to fill more than 100 Olympic sized swimming pools. The Washington Post reported. The problem is that the higher production costs and shrinking demand for wine has made it impossible for French wineries to sell their grape juice for a profit, even if it does have hints of oak and leather. The average French citizen, this is this is crazy, the average French citizen drinks about 40 liters of wine per year. In 1926, the average French citizen drank 136 liters oh, wow. of wine per year. Wow. They've really cut Huge back. Huge drop. Yeah. If you're curious, uh, I did some math on that. 
1926, that was the average person doing 163 bottles a year. So essentially one every other day. Basically a half bottle of wine a day. That's what it was back in the day? That was 1926 for the okay. French. Yeah. Now cut to, again, 40 liters per year. Way why less. Why don't they just sell it at a discount? Because you still would get something, right? Yeah. They can't find buyers? Um, I looked it up because I was curious. The uh, Americans, far less than that. I was just kind of curious what our wine consumption is compared to the uh, the French. Um, Americans only uh, drink 12 liters per capita per year. Oh, So um, fewer than one-third of what the French do. So not much wine at all, really. No. I, I wonder if it's because we have other spirits. Because we're much bigger into our actual spirits. Our beer consumption is, would be higher than the French, I would assume. I would assume so. Um, I so know. I wonder if that is part of what it is. Now, we are still, we are French, we are France's biggest export of wine. We take more wine from the French than any other company or any other country, um, overtaking Germany in that from a couple of years ago. So there is that. But yeah, Americans, uh, 12 liters on average. French 40, but way down from, yeah. again, 136 in 1926. Wow. I would have thought the French drank more than that. More than a half bottle a day? Well, that was back in the day. Now it's not much at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would have thought that, yeah, I would have thought it was a bigger part of their just daily culture. The other thing that's happening, too. But I've never, I don't know why. From I our consumption, that. it's all those things. And then it's also, I would assume, we're getting more and more by the day in the year into marijuana and psychedelics and other things that would be vices as well. I mean, it's not a huge percentage, but I do wonder if that just starts ticking up and down in different places. The other thing that's hurting the French, too, that they don't mention here is that there's just more competition. I get French wine. It's still French wine, but there's a lot of really good wine around the world, and we're starting to pick from other places. And It's not simply we get this, and that's where we do it at. I mean, it's, it's much more diverse of... Where you're going to get a lot of consumption from those things. Oh, from. absolutely. So, That's interesting. I'd like to dive into that and f- figure out. Research the whys and the hows and yeah, the whole like deal. why you, that is. You in on that? A little bit. I just, I mean, I've never, obviously I've never been to France, so I don't have any feel for what French culture is or isn't. Like I, I, I am now genuinely curious, do the French drink much beer? Yeah. I, 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 have, I have no clue. No, I don't either. Uh, CJ Stroud named the Texas starting quarterback after they knocked off the Saints yesterday um, in a preseason game there in New Orleans. The United States moving to two and zero in the FIBA World Cup, just uh, actually at this exact second, closing out a one hundred nine eighty one win over Greece to move okay. to two and zero. All right, in the uh, in the World Cup as well. And uh, Simone Biles back, and she wins her eighth national championship this weekend as well. So there's your quick rundown from American. Uh, International competition that is currently going on. I'm more interested in the Canadian team, and um, France went 0 and 2. Already gone. I saw that they're out. Yeah. Now they are a host nation for the Olympics, so they automatically are in. They do not have to qualify. Yeah, I'm, Canada and Australia are the two teams that I'm watching mostly because under players. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying. Shea to, Gildas Alexander and I was trying to Josh get there. Giddy. Okay. Just basically hoping they don't get hurt. And then we'll, we'll hit some other sports, obviously, even though it's huge football week. But uh, Mariners in first place now in the West. I know. They're the, overtaking the, the Rangers. The Rangers have kind of fallen apart. Rangers did no favors to the the, the Cubs against the Brewers. They we're kind of hoping for some help from the Rangers. Didn't It didn't happen. Didn't quite get that. Didn't get any. Yeah. Brewers have won eight in a row, nine in a row, heading, really? heading to Chicago tonight. Yeah. Okay. So 
we'll uh, we'll wrap it there again. Uh, Lane Kiffin today at uh, noon for his uh, his press conference. Twelve o'clock for Kiffin. Some players available too, I believe. Kiff, uh, Kiffin also on the Wednesday teleconference. Players available tomorrow. They did their mock scrimmage game on uh, Saturday to close out. Sort of. How'd your drone work? Uh, excellent. Um, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bar the one from Oxford High. Got all the plays. The whole, oh, cool. the whole all twenty-two. The whole deal. Cool. Um, got that. Now, here, look. The one note that I thought was relevant from Saturday scrimmage, and I posted this rubblegrove dot com, was that they tackle to the ground just because it's the only time they've done it the entire camp to that level. But it was ones and twos against the scout team. The ones and twos were on one team. The scout team was on the other team. And I'm, I'm not making fun. I did not think that any stats were relevant toward that whatsoever because saying so-and-so look good, well, yeah, they're playing third and fourth teamers. If they didn't, I would be much more interested. If they said, hey, look, Quinshawn had four crushes for four yards and just couldn't get going and they couldn't block anybody, they'd go, hold on a minute, what happened? But going, hey, wow, Priestcorn just couldn't be stopped. But well, defense, no defense tackled offense to the ground. The defense tackled the scout team offense Correct. to the ground. The scout team defense did not tackle the offense, offense to, to the, the ground. ground. No, 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 no. The first and second team defense tackled the reserves. Gotcha. Yes. So, again, I'm just saying any stats or anything you want to take from that, do do so at your own peril because it, it yeah. come on. It makes no logical sense. Starting and closing the show with things that make no logical sense. There we are. That's true. So, now, you weren't nearly it's as called emotional. a hook in yeah. journalism. You weren't nearly as emotional about this one, though. No. So you were at the beginning. I'm, you were pretty fired I'm up. I'm resigned about this one. <laughs> All right. Kiffin at noon. Be back tomorrow. Uh, I think we get Jeffrey back on Thursday. Got I think a full so. week of uh, podcasts headed into Ole Miss and Mercer again. One o'clock for the first kickoff for the Rebels this season. Take care. Talk to you then. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.